I did live in Mexico for two years. I'll tell you why. Because my dad said I wouldn't survive. Just out of spite, he said I wouldn't last a week. So I moved there, partied with my cousin in Michoacan, Mexico. Um, I'm not going to be able to crank out this story. I ran out of money and got hired at a hotel, right, as security manager. I wasn't qualified. But they heard I did security in the United States at Target, and they thought I was an astronaut for some reason. They gave me the job. And so there I am. Should I just wait this out? Here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. I, I was working the security gatehouse in front, letting all the cars in. This one white Cadillac pulls up with two guys with machine guns in their laps. And I'm like, WTF, right? Well, my other guard's like, <laughs> let him in. What was that about? I was like, don't you know? The cartel lives here. The cartel own three condos here. So that's great. He's like, he's like, no, you could get hired. Security manager, you could you could be on their payroll. It's like, dude, well, what kind of benefits, first of all, do they have? Because the ones I have here aren't that great. But I toughed it out. And one morning, three SUVs pull up and uh, point machine guns at my face hole. Right? By round of applause, who here has had a gun pointed their to their face? Guatemala, I got to hear that story. So you know, as soon as it happens, like your legs turn to jello. Right, and, and I'm just looking at these dead eyes on the other side, and my life could end in an instant. And just then, the captain walks in front, and he says, uh, you knew my name from somehow. Right? You're the security manager, Ortiz. I said, well, we need you to open storage unit 73 for us. Now, I know cartel's getting ripped off. Someone is, heads are going to roll. Someone's going to die. So I lied. I'm like, oh, I don't have the keys. You know, the owners have the keys. And so he's like, it's okay. We have a lock on us. Okay, okay. So they start getting to work. They open these these storage units, probably half as half as high as the ceiling here, um, full of just bricks of weed, machine guns in the corner. And I was like, I'm just gonna open this up. And he says, uh, Listen, I just got off the phone with the judge. He says we can't use this as evidence because we opened it against the law, apparently. He says, John, we need you to open it on camera. And I said, I, I just, I don't feel comfortable with hats. And he's like, no, you'll be fine. We'll give you a hat. I'm like, yeah, but I'm going to be on video. He says, well, you're doing it. And, like, there's a very specific tone in, in my culture that means business. Like, it's, it's like a downward tone. It, it includes a downward tone and um, a machine gun. That's what it is. <laughs> so I did it. You know, he's like, action. Hit it, hit it. Perfect. One more minute, I'm going to finish the story. Perfect timing. So I go home that day. I don't even want to go back to work the next day, right? But I don't want to leave my guards alone. But I know I have to get out of here. My cousin's just like, just, just leave. Just go back to the States. And at the time, I was dating one girl. Her name was Vanessa there. I called her. I said, listen, I have to go. Too far. She says, oh, well, I'm pregnant. And I said, uh. No hablo espanol. I um. No um. She was lying. She was lying. 
and pretty much the ending. But the, the point is, I proved to my dad that I had some street smarts. I got my street smarts. Happy ending. Cherry on top. Bye, guys. Good night. Nah, but I know you were drunk. You ain't even saying that. Jonathan Ortiz! Now, all I want is a Mexican pizza. Thank you very much. That was nice. That was I know they don't anymore. That's That was why the joke was so funny. Your next comedian... What a joy and wonderment he is. He came running by here yesterday, and he's here today. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Max Mig. The census dropped yesterday. Yeah, we're gonna go through that. Um, I'm very excited. Oh, very excited for the census. Love the census. Good math. Good statistics. Um, but New York, New York is 89 people short, and they're losing a congressional seat and thus uh, an electoral an electoral vote. Um, 89 people. That's that's like uh, not very many people. And because it was based on where people were located on April 1st of 2020 during the pandemic. All the gentrifiers who left New York, it's, it's their fault, really, because they were in New York and they left New York, and more than 89 gentrifiers left New York, and really, that's like, that's one Alamo Draft House cinema of people. Um, <laughs> 89 people is not a lot of people. Um, and now our democracy is going to fall apart because of that. But I, I don't actually blame the gentrifiers. Um, I blame the millennials, because uh, I don't know if you've been hearing all the statistics about it, but young people... We're not fucking, um, and so it's our fault. Um, really, really, if just 178 people had done their part, we could have maintained this democracy. But instead, we're gonna we're gonna lose some uh, liberal state. Is gonna lose some demo some uh, electoral votes, and it's all gonna come crashing down. Um, Andrew Cuomo is vowing to to fight this to keep that to keep that seat because he's like 89 people. And I get it. I get why Andrew Cuomo is fighting so hard to keep this. If I was Andrew Cuomo, I would be too. He's pulling all the weight in the projects. He tried to get those 89 people, you know. He tried to make them himself. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, yeah, I blame myself for everything, though. You know, millennials. It's, I'm millennial, Gen Z, who cares? Um, it's all our fault. Everything's always our fault. And I don't know. I'm, I'm 22. I... I have a 401k and life insurance, which is really weird. Um, that weirds me out. But what's weirder is I'm 22 and I can't use my life insurance. Um, and I feel a great deal of shame over this. But really, realistically, I think it's genetic because my mom also can't use emojis. I had to ban her from using them with me in text because she would send me the winky face emoji. Yeah. Um, I, I know just because just dad is starting to need those like gas station dick pills that Sergio is always talking about. Doesn't mean she can direct that. Uh, <laughs> doesn't mean she can direct that. Uh, that that uh, menopausal en horny energy towards me. I thought that would get you, Pam. But no. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just can't use emojis. I can't deal with the ambiguity in them. I I'm worried I'm going to send something strange, and I'm going to get really just terribly misunderstood. Like I'll send 
clown face rock climbing thumbs up and someone's gonna think like, oh, I wanna ride you like a clown. I wanna ride a clown for you. I wanna climb a clown hill for you. I just can't, I can't do it. Um, I have, there's so much awkwardness around how I communicate and how I text. I'm much more comfortable talking to people than I am or the people I'm with with a microphone than I am texting anyone about it or using emojis. <sighs> um, sorry, Pam. Keep going. Forget where I went from there. Uh, I wrote these all two days ago. Oh yeah, yeah. So, but I, I'll, I'll text really weird things to my friends instead of using emojis. Like, I texted my friend the other day. I dipped my corn chip in my banana bread batter, and I think I saw God. And I didn't give any context to that. And I don't think an emoji could be weirder than that. But I'm cool with it. Yeah, so I have some fun stuff going on at my house. Um, my housemates are all dating someone. And uh, the, walls are, the walls are fairly thin. One of my housemates, uh, his, his girlfriend, she kind of kind of performed a bit, something I found out from the walls. Uh, you know, one, one day I was just, I was hearing them, I was in the kitchen. It's not like I'm listening, it's not like I want to hear them, but, you know, walls are thin. Uh, and, and I just, I just hear her go, <coughs> Yeah, I wonder how many clown fucker jokes I can get. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm realizing I I need a a shittier job if I if I want to have more fun doing comedy because like my job is shitty just shitty in the wrong ways. Uh, today at work we we spent an hour yelling at our um, administration about how they didn't know that all our all our employees weren't tr were trying to get out of a mandatory vaccination, um and how we've been telling them about this for months and they've been ignoring us. And they 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 just missed that I. I don't know what. I, I need a job that just has shitty hours instead of a job where I keep running my mouth and people threaten to beat me up. It's uh, it's a great job I have. Wonderful job. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it at that. Thank you. Max Big, yay! Yay, Max, yay! That was lovely. I know it's nice to make people laugh like that. It's only hate a little bit. No, it's great. No, I mean, it's so great. No, I love it. It's really important for people in San Francisco to have jobs because then the artists can survive. <laughs> like, without, without the rich people to spend money on cool shit, <laughs> the artists don't survive in San Francisco. That's why they moved to Oakland. Your next comedian. I don't know where he is, actually. Put your hands together for Quatemoc. Yay! the fucking slap music okay she got the trap music okay that's my white girl i love it pam's like the only white girl that will hold a gun for me and not like show hold my stash and shit like hey the cops are coming i got you thamo fuck yeah that's the real one that white devil in me i love it all right <sighs> thank you guys for being out 
I was going to stay home and watch Netflix, but fuck it, we're out here for comedy, right? Fuck it, let's give it up for comedy one more time. These are going to be like some new material, so I'm really excited. This is like having sex, like I'm going to try this position to see if this is going to work or not. I'm still going to come, but it's going to be quick three or five minutes. This is my impression of a DMX at the DMV. Hey, yo, bitch. Get my license renewed. Okay, that's that's all I got. That's all I got for DMX. R.I.P. It would have been a bad joke. I was like, this is my impression of DMX. Fuck no. It's never too soon. Hey, but I seen DMX live. It was fucking the probably the best concert I've ever been to. This is like five years ago. It was at 1012 or 1210 Club. This motherfucker was three hours late to the fucking show. I got hella high. People are fucking going crazy when he showed up. After the show was over, he went to jail. It was like the best fucking show ever. So RIP to DMX, you know what I mean? Rub hub at Batman's house. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's why it's so stupid. This is another corny ass fucking joke. I just found out Too Short has an older brother. That's like a tweet joke. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> Better blow the whistle, blow the dog whistle. Oh, if you're corny, I'm sorry. Never seen you before. I don't know. Can you just imagine him saw me? Ah! You're like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> him in the car, like, the first time I'm in the car with him, and I'm, like, screaming, slow down, turn on your lights, holy fuck, my heart, oh my god, ah! and he, like, he looks at me, he's like, dude, I haven't even started the car yet, and I'm like, oh, shit, right, so we take it to the DMV, at the San Francisco DMV, that's, like, the shittiest of the shittiest fucking DMV, right, I had to piss really bad, I had, like, I, I really had to pee, I couldn't go to the bathroom, the fucking homeless guy was fucking puking, doing fucking heroin in there, I was like, crazy, right? I took a selfie with him and shit. We're having a good time. <laughs> I know it's fucked up. Check my story. I really did post it. Um, what else happened? After I left him at the DMV, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I gave him like food, like he likes his ass. I'm like, oh, what's up? How's it going? I'm going to take some edibles after. I get, he gets in the car. He's doing his drive, right? I'm, I do like a 20-minute walk. I'm walking around. There's a uh, taqueria, right? And I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'll go walk, and I, I met the register lady, I spoke a little bit Spanish, like, hola, como está, Mirena? Oh, hi. I was like, oh, shit, you're white, all right, all right, that's cool. And uh, I was like, hey, do you guys have burritos? And just dead silence, she's like, we don't sell burritos. And I was like, but there's Mexicans in the back, and like, it's a taqueria, and there's no burritos, right? And she's like, well, we do have quesadillas. I was like, oh, okay, I'll take a quesadilla. Oh, do you want a quesadilla with uh, cauliflower inside? I walked the fuck out of there, y'all. I was like, <laughs> well, every white person's like, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> $30 for a fucking quesadilla. You suck my dick, right? $30 for a quesadilla. I don't know, man. I'm from the city, man. I'm fucking like that shit at home. Fuck that. <laughs> I'll go to Costco. I don't give a fuck. 
I need my mom's club card. I Give it up for Costco one more time. God damn. Give it up for Kirkland's fucking water. <laughs> I wish there were more Native American firemen or firewomen because we can make it rain. I can say that. I'm Native American. Yeah, thanks, white people. You filled all my cans. Yeah, I have one. I like the the younger comic, th this young man. He's kind of just dude. Just come out and say you're gay. <laughs> it's okay, you know. I, you, I, I, dude. My one of my best friends was gay, and we all knew he was gay. But he was like a thug. But he wasn't like he didn't wear saggy jeans. He wore tight jeans there in 2002. Like we knew he was gay, but he would like rob anybody. He was the gayest, gayest thugs of them all, bro. Like he would just fucking his his fucking weed bag was always pink. You know what I mean? It was cute. I was like. Oh. <laughs> I'm actually kind of mad too because I got some free weed but it had seeds in it what world do we live in we got racist men we got seeds in the weed we got fucking I don't get it man what the fuck there's no god or goddess I like what Jonathan said. No, Guadamo got a gun. I'm like, I don't, though. <laughs> I'm not proud of these stories. I did used to rob people. I, I don't know. But I don't really like that. Yeah. When you're 13 getting robbed, that counts, okay? And my dimension 13 is a grown-ass adult. I don't give a fuck. I remember the first time I robbed somebody, I was a fucking kid. It was a school dance, middle school, uh, no, it was a high school school dance, and uh, this, uh, oh, this Asian kid, shut up, whatever, you mean Buddha, no, I'm sorry, so I'm listening to young Jeezy, I'm getting motivated, I'm like, I'm gonna rob this motherfucker, right, you know, I jump out the bushes, I'm like, give me your fucking money, and the Asian kid was like, what, them I'm like, no, fuck no. And he's like, and I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. That who, who, whoever that is, whoever fucking, he's like, dude, you're a fucking idiot. I was like, what? What do you mean, man? Dude, you're wearing your high school Letterman jacket on right now. I was like, well, yeah, it's just a joke, man. <laughs> Got you, though, right? <laughs> hey, can I borrow some money for the school dance, man? I'll pay you back. Maybe never, but. My name is Guatemo, guys. Give it up for Pam. All the other great comics. Yay! Guatemo, that was amazing. That was incredible. That was really incredible. Yeah, yeah, it really was. Oh, you rob people. I've only been mugged once, but it was totally my fault. I promise you. <laughs> if you're walking through the Tenderloin at 2.45 and jigging and jogging through the streets trying to get a piece of pizza before 3 a.m., yeah, that's my fault. Your next comedian, and it was, I just gave him some weed, so it wasn't a big, no, I totally victim blamed myself. I was an idiot. That was 100% my fault. Your next comedian, it's never his fault. Put your hands together for Josh Kahn. Hey, no, thank you. Oh.
That is that is severely incorrect. Everything is my fault. Things I had nothing to do with are my fault somehow. I'm s- I'm I'm responsible for polio somehow, even though they vaccinated that and got rid of that. I'm not against getting the vaccine. I just wish that I could just get it like from my homie instead of having to go down to the dispensary. You know. You know what I mean? I would just be more comfortable with getting it that way, just from my dude. You know, like my dude, what you got? The vaccine, it's gonna be good. Just start doing everything like that. Just start buying everything from a dude again. You know what I mean? Like, like they legalize weed. It's like, oh, it's great. Go back to buying weed. Go back to buying everything. Like, don't go to Chick Fil A. Go to that guy out in front of Chick Fil A. Man, I got some organic pure chicken out here. You're gonna make you. You're gonna be so full. You're not gonna know why you crossed the road. I don't know why. Well, I don't know what that was all about. None of that. <laughs> What's happening? Uh, my name is Josh Khan. Like you don't know that. Um, I identify as a hobo. My pronouns are hey you and don't do that there. I met a, uh, a heterosexual fellow the other day that introduced himself. He says, yeah, I'm straight. My pronouns are dick and balls. Super, super progressive of that guy. Nice. I mean, that's how he identifies. You, you know, it's not your heat. It's him. It's his. It's his preference. Respect. Respect. You know, believe him. Believe him first. Um, so I, a lot of you probably know, like, I do music when I'm not doing comedy a lot, and people in comedy think music is, like, magic. It's this magical thing. Uh, and they, a couple, a couple of things about it. First of all, they think it's like this, so they say, like, it's kind of disparaged. You kind of like don't want to do music comedy because people kind of shit on it a little. I'll tell you the reason they shit on it is because musicians still get laid even if they're not comedians. That is why every everyone's like, oh, music comedy, you're not funny, me, me. Like that's why because they're still getting laid even if they're bombing every night. They can still go boom, boom, boom. No, um, no. People believe me. Whatever I say about music, why did a cough kill laughing music? <laughs> stop the spread. Hashtag stop the spread. Uh, you got me all effed up now, uh, Egyptian. We'll come back to you. We'll come back to you. I wanted to finish talking about music a little. Um, no, the uh, yeah, no. People believe me, no matter what I say about music, because I've been in it. I've been in music for so long, and comedy so short that everybody in comedy just believes whatever I say about music, or they have their own kind of preconceptions and predilections about music, and they bring them to me. They're like, oh, you know. If you're just in a band, like someone will pay a few tickets, and that's that's all I gotta do. I'm like, yeah, that's it. There's no celibate bass players out there at all. Like you're good, do that. Play the guitar with the least strings. The ladies love that. Why the ba- like Josh? Why do bass players get laid less? I'm like, it's because their guitar's bigger than the guitar players. So comparatively, their wiener, you know, like looks more. Th- it's not. It's just because of us hanging. What do you throw a drowning bass player? His amp. <laughs> okay. Would you guys like bass players or something? I don't know. Apparently in the year 2020, the uh, number 13 most common name for female babies was unique. Not not that unique now. I think 18 years from now, we're going to have a bunch of people looking around going, oh, she thinks she's special. This is all new stuff, guys. Uh, what did I say? I, we were Oh, we were going to rag on Egyptians together really quick here. And then I'll, yeah, okay. Um, no, but yeah, because I'm Jewish and, and people are like, are you racist against Egyptians? I'm like, no, man, I wouldn't have minded building the pyramids. I'm like, 
not scared of a little hard work. I just would have been afraid of getting my nutsack trapped in between the blocks as they laid them down because during that one time and stuff. Cool. That not landing. All right. Not for you. Is this is this racially triggering for you being Egyptian and having a Hebrew person? Why do, why don't you want to punch a Jew? Because Hebrews. All right, put on the song. We're gonna do we're gonna do a song or two. We do karaoke here at uh, Mutiny Radio sometime. I'm gonna do some impressions. Okay, we're gonna do a karaoke. The first one is gonna be a karaoke. Uh, I don't even know if I should tell you who it is or not. Can we can we get the level up and everything? Well, bring it out to me, and I'll put it on one of these mics. Oh, but you gotta tr- what? It's you, you gotta track it back a little bit, though. Um, we're experiencing technical difficulties, and because I'm in music, I can tell you that um, this happens all the time when your sound techs and stuff are up in the booth in the theater, and they're just like choking themselves while they jack off and stuff. Uh, stagehands are big fans of autoerotic asphyxiations because they know how to tie lots of knots really well. Like no stagehand will ever die from autoerotic asphyxiation, like they know what they're doing. They can like rig counterweights and stuff. And like I know exactly how much I weighed, I weighed myself before I went to choke myself, jacking off. I tested the weight capacity of the hook on the door. I'm not gonna be another Chris Cornell or fucking, you know, a David Carradine. David Carradine, Kane from Kung Fu, am I right? Okay, here we go. Okay, here we go, this is Christopher Walken. Here we go, here we go. Guess who just got back today? Them wild-eyed boys that been away haven't got a lot to say. I still think them boys are crazy. The boys are back. The boys are back in town. Ba-na-na-na-na-na. Ba-na-na-na-na. I will be in your movie if I can dance. Okay, thank you. That was Christopher Walken. We're going to get a little serious now with one who we're going to RIP. Uh, we're going to RIP this guy. And uh, this is just done with love. This will be my closing song, and I thank you all for listening to me tonight. We ramble on about whatever the hell it was I was talking about. See, I'm looking down. I'm like, there was funny jokes there. Let's play that last song. Okay. <coughs> this is uh, rest in peace, James Bond. Here we go. How many special people change? How many lives are living strange? Where were you while we were getting high? Someday you will find me caught beneath the landslide in a champagne supernova, a champagne supernova in the sky. R.I.P. Sean Connery, R.I.P. DMX, fuck my life, hate myself, fuck my life, show me where to buy a gun. Okay, R.I.P. DMX too. Okay, guys, uh, that was nice. Thank you. Right. Your next comedian, I'm so excited every time uh, he's in the building. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Rob Edwards. Yeah, just cracking, you ain't with it. PDMX, like everybody else. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I really like his music, but uh, I, d- I couldn't get behind how he lived. You know what I mean? Like, 
that many goddamn kids, really? Really? The, the damage that he's going to do to the ozone layer with the, the footprint he left behind. Jesus Christ. What these bitches want from a nigga. A condom? Pull out? Something? Jesus. Goddamn. Uh, uh, Caitlyn Jenner is going to run for governor. Yeah. Yeah, I heard it. She is. Yeah, of California. You know, I didn't think she could have a more shocking transition than she did a few years ago. But she's she's already keeping us on our toes. It's 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 incredible. You know, honestly, I'm kind of tired of Gavin anyway. You know, it's been a little been a little too scary, man. Especially in the COVID. You know, we've been shut down for so long. You know, get somebody in there with some balls. You know what I'm saying? Really, really get the, the, the get the state open back up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I think she still has her dick because, you know, she's, I don't know that, I'm not woke, I don't know the technical term, I guess she's a lesbian trans woman. So, you wouldn't cut your dick off to wear a strap on. That just doesn't, that doesn't make sense. That's counterproductive. You wouldn't do that. You know what I mean? Do some jokes I don't think are going to work. All right, uh, you know, when we talk about uh, suicide, right? <laughs> you know, I always see people post stuff like, hey, you know, if you're ever feeling down, if you're ever feeling low, call me. I'm always someone you can talk to. Call me. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I'm an adult, and I know my strengths and my weaknesses. Don't don't call me. I'm not your guy. <laughs> all right? Nobody who knows me would ever describe me as a ray of sunshine. All right? I'm not a beacon of light or a beacon of hope. I'm not the guy you want to talk to. You'll call me at 9 o'clock, and you'll be dead by 9.15. Don't do it. Like, it gets better, doesn't it, Rob? Sure. Yeah, as you get older, weaker, and decrepit, and you watch the people around you die. It's wonderful. You have so much to live for. Uh, you know, like, damn, Rob, you sound suicidal. No, I'm not. I'm not. No. See, I think suicidal people are up and down and up and down, kind of like that. I live down here. I'm comfortable with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm in my safe space right here. You know what I mean? I don't know. I've never been suicidal, but I have been to the point where I wouldn't uh, fight off a homicide, if that makes sense. You know, somebody else is going to do it, and it's been some times where I'd look around and be like, you know what, this is a good stopping point. I'm okay with this. Come on with it, you know. I've been there, yeah. All right, this is another joke I don't expect to work. Uh, so I'm not woke. I don't know if you can tell. Uh, yeah, it's hard because a lot of girls around here are woke, you know, and I just – I say the wrong shit, you know. They, I'm like, I won't go volunteering my opinion, but if you ask me, I'll tell you what I think. You know what I mean? And it just never works out. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, there was this, uh, there was this post on uh, social media, and it was comparing what Sue Bird makes. Who knows who Sue Bird is? She's compelling. Uh, they were, she's a WNBA player, and they were uh, comparing what she makes to LeBron James. How many of you know who LeBron James is? Anybody? Oh, everyone. I've already proven my point, but I'm going to keep going. Uh, uh, so, listen, I think everyone knows why LeBron James is the smartest man out there. Yes, they do the same things when they're not running and jumping. So, you know, um, here's the thing, and I tried to explain it without being an asshole, but there's no real way to do it because it's just not a nice way to say this. You know, so I was like, okay, so who's the greatest player of all time? It's uh, Michael Jordan, right? Nickname is MJ. His airness. Jump man, you know, he was 
jump so high and do athletic things and you would dunk, you know what I mean, which is a big part of basketball. If you're not dunking, it's almost hard to watch, you know? It's almost not even marketable. marketable. Who would pay money to come see this? You know what I mean? So, you know, I, I was like, okay, if you're saying they should be paid the same, then there needs to be a jump woman. <laughs> yeah, right? You know what I mean? It's there isn't one. It's It sucks, but it's the truth. You know what I mean? Like, for example, when when a, uh, when a when somebody dunks on somebody, when a man dunks on another man, he tends to put his balls on his forehead. There needs to be a chick kissing chicks' foreheads with her pussy lips when she dunks on them. Just wah, <laughs> kiss of death. There needs to be, there isn't one. There's not a jump woman, there's not a hop woman, there's not a skip woman. I'm sorry, that's the truth. You know? But, you know, have no fear. Have no fear, ladies. Trans women are here. I, you might get a jump trans woman if they keep playing basketball with y'all. You know what I mean? <laughs> Can you see the jump man logo as a trans woman? Can you see it? Can you visualize it? You know, ponytail, tits, pants, and dick falling to the ground from the air. Yeah. Oh, that did a lot better than I thought it was going to do. You know, I never expect that. I've done that joke twice, and it worked kind of twice in San Francisco. Am I that talented? I don't know. Uh, you know, there's a women fake orgasms a lot. Is that true? That's cool, right? Yeah. Is that true? I'm asking. There was you. You just faked one just now. That was good. That was real good. I don't know, man. I don't. Unless you're like committed to somebody, I don't think you should fake everybody's orgasm. Everybody doesn't respond well to it. Everybody can't, you know, it's just, it's not safe. It's not a safe way to live. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just not. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. I've been, I'd, after I'd had sex with girls, they were cool before, but then there was just red flag after red flag after red flag. So many goddamn flags. I tried to look around and think, where the fuck are the roller coasters at? You know what I mean? <laughs> Am I at least getting some cotton candy out of this bitch? What's wrong with you? Why are you like this? Not safe, man. Like it was making some making some girls go about as was about as safe as you know, like poking the G spot was about as safe as poking a bear. You know what I mean? Like it just wasn't. It was dangerous. All right, but uh, all right, that's my time. You guys have a good one. Your next comedian, she doesn't have kitties, but she has a scruff pup who is a really just a doll and a joy, as is she. And you're going to love her right now. Put your hands together for Rachel Pinte. Put him in the coffin, you ain't talking about nothing. Six feet under, and you know that it's busting in.
appreciate it. Go back to staring at your phones and talking to your friends. This is not important. These aren't jokes. This is not a set. I'm just talking really loud. Can you hear me? I'm talking really loud. I don't want you to pay attention to me. Can you, like, great. Hey, excuse me, everybody, if I could please just have your attention for a second. I think I'm going to start my set. what they say about men <laughs> give them an inch they want to give you like six to eight more inches it's like where does it end <laughs> what <laughs> where did it begin i don't know time you guys want to hear about how i made the front page of reddit i like i heard you tell stories i'm like i have some real stories too i'm going to tell my fake stories all right, so I made the front page of Reddit. Like, more people can relate to this one. Then I'll dive into more. I'll dive into more crazy ones so you guys will realize, uh, never mind. So, uh, I did this thing. It was called, uh, it's called Tinder. Have you guys heard of it? Huh? Yeah, you know what it is? Yeah, I was on there. I matched with somebody. I sent a message. And they're like, hey, you're a vegetable. Would you eat a cucumber? I'm like, cool. <laughs> if you were a vegetable, I would pull the plug, dude. I'd pull the plug. I'm not going to take care of you. <laughs> and uh, we didn't go on a date. It never happened. We ne but what did happen was a month later, I get online, and I'm on Reddit because I do that. You know, I'm scrolling down Reddit, and I see a screenshot of that exact same conversation, dude. And I knew it was me because it was like they blocked out my face but not the hair. And I'm like, that's my hair. I know I said that. I have the same. Like, I can track back and backtrack it, you know? And then he put, like, Marlon Brando underneath it. It was like, oh, they killed my boy, you know? Or like, like look what they've done to my boy. I fucked it up. I'm like, I didn't have the mothballs. I didn't have the mothballs in my mouth. All right, sorry. Oh, 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 oh. Look, look what they've done to my boy. No, I don't know. I'm not an Italian singer, but... <laughs> But I saw it on the front page of Reddit. I was like, that was me. And no one's going to believe me. But it was. It was true. I made the front page of Reddit. I, like, I, and that's when I knew that, like, my jokes are not good enough to be fake. But they are good enough for the front page of Reddit, right? Right? That's something. Maybe. I don't know. I just want to point out how awesome this person's shirt is. It says, stay woke. And there's Freddy Krueger on it. And that is hilarious. <laughs> I know. So I'm like, Yes, applause break for how awesome this person's fashion choice is. Yes, amazing, right? Oh, so good. Oh, where do I go from here, you guys? <laughs> this one time I was, like, homeless or whatever, and I was, like, uh, in Nashville. Man, this is such a long story. Anyway, long story short, this is long, right? Uh, uh, how, wait, how many minutes do I have? Oh, when you say that, it's one minute. All right, so... I'm at Nashville. least three. You've got at least three. <laughs> so three. I'm in Nashville, and I, like, meet this guy. He and, like, you know, like, you know, I didn't have any money. So, like, I was just, like, kind of broke or whatever. And uh, he was like, hey, I'm going to buy you a drink. Like, he's like, I got nothing else better to do. Like, what the fuck? I was, like, homeless. I've never even been in Nashville. So I go with this old guy, and, uh, like, he shows me around and stuff. He, like, buys me some drinks, 
another day no I respect that I would do it uh, I mean unless I mean I block a lot although I would believe a lot of people talk to me about this on the internet um, thank you for making homeless people look less crazy your next comedian is a new person put your hands together for Oshman about 18 months, which is okay because that's the advice I've always heard is the best to get in comedy. They say do six months of open mics and then take 18 months off and just do nothing. That's what they always say, right? I'm a bit older. I'm still in school, though. Uh, I was in the military for a while, so I'm in college right now. It's all online, which is okay, except I don't like discussion posts because discussion posts and friends are forced to interact with each other. And, uh, you know, we were doing this thing where it's just like, okay, talk about, you know, Iraq or whatever, give oil, okay. But, you know, this, this my classmate, he said, uh, he responded to me, and he said, by the way, you said your, instead of your, apostrophe, he corrected me. And I was like, okay, come on, like, are we really doing this? I, I hate grammar, not, grammar and not being so much. 
because grammar Nazis don't appreciate what's so special about language is that it's constantly evolving, it's constantly changing. Like words are incredible because we started from, you know, just two cavemen pointing at each other saying, you know, like it started from that and now we have amazing words like caterpillar and Obama, you know, like we have all these incredible words, right? But I don't, I, I, it's okay, but I, it, it has been a little bit rough. Um, I don't talk to my parents about that. I don't talk to my dad about that. God forbid. Because um, my dad just does not have any respect for American culture or whatever. I said, Dad, I'm having a really hard time in school. He's like, eh, you have a hard time in school. You are having a hard time going to school on a computer in your room. Eh. <laughs> when I was a child, we had to walk 20 miles to go to school. I was like, he was homeschooled, not me. <laughs> but you know, he he's a uh, he's probably right. Because you know, it is hard. It's very difficult to continue to go to school. But you know, parents they come from a time when things were harder, or they say that anyway. We all kind of you know, parents exaggerate things a little bit. You know, twenty miles to go to school, out of your bed to get homeschooled by a tutor who taught you everything. You know, it's all. It's a little bit of an exaggeration, which is what's so kind of interesting Amer in America because we all know that our grandparents and their parents exaggerate. And I know that slavery was definitely bad. But <laughs> I'm just trying to – I'm not <laughs> – listen, I'm not saying that slavery wasn't bad. It just might have been a teacher. There was nothing, nothing fun. There was no fun time. There was always – work, right? Always. I mean, come on. Because I know I asked my dad how far was school, 20 miles. I'm sure some little girl asked her dad, Dad, what was it like being a slave? They whipped us every day. Mm -hmm. uh, every single day. They whipped us and we had to work there all day. His wife was like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. I, uh, I have a voice like this. I look like this. I kind of suck because I really would like to be more intimidating, and I'm kind of failing at that constantly because yesterday I was walking down the pier, and uh, I got stopped by a white woman at night asking me for directions, which is how I know, it's how I know that I'm doing something wrong. She asked me, excuse me, sir, and I said, Yes, ma'am. I put on, like, the white voice automatically. Like, she, like, punked me. She alphaed me. I should have been like, shut the fuck up. What you talking about, bitch? I don't know no directions. I was like, yes, ma'am. Uh, how can I help you? Am I on the right side of the road to get picked up? I was like, um, let me check my phone. I'm sure you don't have one. Like, who is this woman to bother me asking me for directions? But, uh, yeah, I told her because I'm a dick. And, uh, that's just what it is. So I really made the effort to go out and look way more intimidating. Know, with a walking around like this, <laughs> on my way to get a coffee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> almond milk in that too, if you could, bitch. You know, just didn't really work. But uh, I really made that effort all week, and then you know, earlier I was walking, and then uh, I someone passed me on the shoulder, and I turn around, and in the interest of you know climate right now. I'm not going to do the impression 
but it was an Asian woman that asked me, she just said, what direction is the Market Street Ross? And I was like, am I real? You really want to come up to me with how bad things are? Aren't you afraid of us? You should be, right? But uh, <laughs> that was a little too far, right? <laughs> you guys were on the road for the slavery joke, huh? But that one was just a little, okay. Anyways, I think that's about uh, all I have. That's, that's good. Thank you, guys. Again and again, that was that was lovely. I am not afraid of you with your collared shirt and your pleated front pants. <laughs> like you're definitely <laughs> the least. I'm more scared of you next comedians. Who's gonna beat me up? I don't know. Maybe her. Put your hands together. No, I'm joking. You're a lovely human being too. But I would actually on the street, I might be more terrified of you. Put your hands together for Chrissy Bonner. Yeah. Pamela, you know I have no upper body strength. What are you talking about? Oh, my word. Um, guys, how's it going? What is it, Tuesday? Man alive. Well, man alive. Um, it's fine. Uh, I just got a life coach. Um, I'm looking into uh, getting a death coach, too, because uh, I'm trying to plan my life of every woman. Just kidding, I'm a weird-ass lady. I'm a strange bird. Um, yeah, it's been a weird, it's been a weird day, a weird week after a year, weird 34 years. You know what I mean? Um, so I grew up in LA. Uh, true story. My dad is a retired plastic surgeon, and uh, most people are like, "Oh my God, uh, why aren't you more attractive?" And I'm like, and I'm, I'm like, peep, peep this, comma, friend, colon. Uh, uh, LA5 is a Bay Area 8. What? I didn't even have to get surgery. I didn't even have to get surgery. Joke's on you, all of you. <laughs> so, yeah, when I was growing up, the body type was like, yeah, Paris Hilton, heroin chic. Uh, now curves are in, finally, but I don't feel happy about that because it's only a certain kind of curve. It's the right kind of curve. Hourglass figure, you know. Nobody likes my curves. Reverse hourglass. Just goes out in the middle. I'm like, <laughs> all right, call me when there's a dove body wa wash ass. Whoa, wow, way. Did I just have a stroke? <laughs> Holy shit, can, somebody t can you take me to the emergency room right after this? Just like clear your schedule. Call me when there's a dub body wash ad about reverse hourglass. Wow. Oh my God. Sorry. So true story. I'm an attorney, and I do also appear before the judge slurring and drunk, just like I appear before you today. Like your honor, uh, Jack, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. He's like, this is not a jury trial, counsel. This is a bench trial. It's just me. Uh, I object to that, and I move for um, another margarita. 
is that's how I order my drinks. Oh my god, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, look, attorneys are mostly alcoholics. That's why I get along with comics so well. Like we're all just broken people. Yeah, absolutely. Yay, comics and alcoholics. We're broken. It's a mosaic. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Okay, so <laughs> look. Take the take the shattered pieces, make a mosaic. You know what I mean? Guess what? The mosaic is a picture of, of a garbage can, so it's still shitty. Um, so uh, yeah, it's it's fine. You know, we get to have like bar carts and uh, bottles of booze at work. It's not it's not actually taboo. And then we get to play this fun game called How Much Can We Drink Before It's Malpractice. <laughs> the answer is it depends on what you had for lunch. I hope you had a b I hope you had a big lunch. Right, <laughs> like fucking buck up, buck up, keep it tight. Um, yeah, I took the California bar exam, and and then now like every day is the bar exam for me, and it's just how many drinks can I drink on an empty stomach at a bar? Get it? Yeah, it's fine. Uh, so I. Yeah, I, I love comedy. The reason why I wanted to try comedy is I just wanted to see what it was like for like once, what what it was like to disappoint my parents. Yeah, 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 it's fine. I've been doing everything kind of by the book. I'm, I'm the youngest of three. I wanted to, I've always been like, you know, the rule follower and the goody-goody. And now I'm like, ooh, what if I tell a dick joke? It's scary. Here's one. One time I saw a micro penis and I was trying to explain it to my friend and I was like, I don't know, I've never seen one so small. She said, what happened? I said, my vocus torso was giving me a stupid. And guess what? I always thought I wanted that kind of encouragement, but this time I was like, no, 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 no way. I don't want it. <laughs> Sorry, this is off the rails. Are you a runaway train, Kristen? Yes. Um. So, yeah, micro penis. Another dirty joke that I hoped my mo this is local radio, right? You're not. This is not. All right. It's well, okay. If it's fine, my mom doesn't listen to the radio. Um. She's deaf. No, she's not. She's not. She's not. <laughs> um. I was recently told hashtag humble brag slash TMI that uh by this gentleman that I was the only woman he met who sucked dick as well as a gay guy. Which I was like, oh my god, thank you. Wait. Uh, I had a lot of questions. Um, but that's fine. Like, at the end of the day, did I step in gum? Oh my god. Okay, I'm sorry. Focus, 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 focus. Um, I am gonna get fired if my employer ever hears this. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to leave everyone on a, on a real, just a solid, clean PSA. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. You need to rethink your life because that's fucking terrible coffee. Coffee, coffee. Okay, bye. Christy Bonner, everyone. Dear Lord, stinking. The bubblegum garbage party. You ever heard of that? That's when you suck a flaccid dick and it doesn't get hard. It's just a bubblegum garbage party. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You said bubblegum, and that's what my brain went to was the bubblegum garbage party. 
when you're trying and trying and trying and it's not working and you're like, this is not a my problem. This isn't your problem. You're on too many drugs. No, there's just they're on too many drugs. I get that that's the problem. Is sometimes you're on MDMA and you're like, you know what? I actually wouldn't want the dick to be hard. It's more fun when it's soft. It's like it's in your mouth. And you're on MDMA and you're like, this is the bubblegum garbage party, baby. This is Burning Man. There's no sand in my mouth. This is weird. You're next. No one else has been to Burning Man. That's cool. Mike, you're next. Oh, yeah. You get to follow Bubblegum Garbage Party. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm not, like, nicknaming Christy Bonna Bubblegum Garbage Party, but maybe. I don't know. <laughs> no, she, she has. No, she's having a great time. Having a great time. And she sings karaoke. You can listen to one of the other karaoke things. Um, hey, your next comedian. What a joy and wonderment he is. Clap your hands in a wild slappy-like motion for Mike Vaughn! Did he just say in your micro-penis? <laughs> God damn, that's a hell of an introduction, bro. Damn. Oh, shit ain't micro but any Oh, we, we got to have our mask on? No, we don't have to do that. How you guys doing tonight, man? Fuck. Fuck, it's just Tuesday, right? It's just it's just Tuesday. It's just fucking Tuesday, man. Wow, man. I, funny thing about Tuesday, man. I saw a homeless dude earlier. You guys ever seen a homeless hoarder before? You know what I'm saying? A homeless dude that's a hoarder? I was like, damn, this motherfucker's legit. He had like 10 carts and shit full of random ass shit on there. I think he had like a donkey in the back. I was like, damn, he's dope with this shit. Anyway, it's all homeless shit. Uh, so I go to my old material, fuck it, why not? You know, fuck it, why not, right? Yeah, no way, right? Fuck, man. Uh, I went to go buy white privilege the other day. <laughs> Anybody selling white privilege? No, nobody selling white privilege, right? Right, you selling white privilege, right? Yeah, okay, you're not selling it to me. I went to go buy white privilege the other day at the store, and the dude was like, yo, man, we don't have no white privilege. Do you have black privilege right here? <laughs> Is there such a thing, right? Damn, man. Crazy about this year, 2021 already. We lost uh, Rush Limbaugh earlier this year. Ain't that fucked up, man? Don't clap. Don't clap about that shit, man. That's, that's, don't clap about that. No, you guys are, you guys are fucked up, man. That's some cold shit, right? fact that he died during Black History Month, now you can clap that shit up, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's one for Black History Month right there. That shit's gonna go down in Black History. I'm Mike Vaughn. Fuck you guys, man. I be Black History Month. Now we can celebrate this shit, right? Jesus. Weed is getting too strong in some places, man. It's get, ain't, it, ain't it fucked up like that? So he right. It's not strong in some places. <laughs> Look, he got some weed in his hand, right? Fuck, dude. I was smoking with this dude the other day, man, from Detroit. Halfway from Detroit, he celebrated his birthday. I was like, brother, where the fuck you get that from? What kind of weed is that you smoking? So, half of us get high and we just be celebrating our birthday. Fuck that shit, man. I was going, I was uh, traveling uh, not too long ago, man. I was going places with this dude, man. I was like, you know what, I'm going to take you out for a little drive. So, we drive through the little drive and uh, this lady walks up with her little dog. Now, mind you, this dude was homeless, obviously. 
but she was fine as fuck, right? <laughs> I was like, damn. Right? And she was like, excuse me, sir, uh, you know, I just wanted to return, you know, my burger or something like that. And I don't ever solicit money for sex. Don't get me wrong, people. I'm not that guy. Don't put that on me. You know what I'm saying? Before a double cheeseburger, I was like, <laughs> nah, I wouldn't even do it. Like, don't, don't, don't laugh at that shit. I wouldn't solicit sex for a double cheeseburger. Maybe if it was super size with a large fry. Yeah, I don't know. No, I wouldn't do it. But anyway, I gave her the change, but I was like, you know what? I really wanted to tell her she was in the wrong profession. I was like, you're doing it all wrong. <laughs> she was with her dog and she was like, you're doing it all wrong. Anyway, that was that was crazy life, man. Anybody enjoying 2021 already? Anybody? Yeah. You motherfuckers are enjoying this shit, man. Nah, you enjoying 2021? Uh, I say in 2021, you know, I got a lot of white friends. I got a lot of black friends, too, but I'm really going to start being more real with my white friends. You know what I'm saying? I really am. You know what I'm saying? Because I was hanging out with my white buddy the other day, right? Dog walks up to me and starts licking my hand. And I was like, yo, dog, what's up with your dog, man? Yo, man, my dog has AIDS. Just relax. I was like, yo, man, your dog has AIDS, AIDS? Okay. Uh, and then he goes, uh, yeah, my dog Larry. I said, well, there's his problem right there. Just name him fucking Larry, right? You know, you can't name your dog Larry. That's why the motherfucker's crazy, right? Crazy shit. Um, I realized I had a big-ass head the other day. Clap it up if you got a big-ass head, man. You know what I mean? I know, right? You know you got a big-ass head, man. You know? I went to go buy a hat the other day at the hat store, and the dude was like, hey, man, I got three to 12 weeks before we can get a size in. That head is big as fuck. No, man. No. No. Crazy, too, because my son got a big-ass head. I realize there's two conversations I'm going to need to have with my son. One, this is how you deal with your son. Both conversations are going to be both are. How many people think they phone watching them? You know your phone's watching you, right, Grady? You know your phone's watching you. I'm pretty sure my phone's watching me. The other day I was using the Waze app. Waze like, hey, Mike, this is Popeye's about a half a block away. <laughs> Would you like to get there? I was like, damn, phone, you know me so well. But go ahead and get me there right now. I got to pee. Um, I really understand that uh, being online is, is really dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Being on these little Instagrams and Facebooks and shit like that. Because you don't really, I don't know if you guys give a fuck, but I don't really give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Be like the police. You know what I'm saying? I was walking down the street the other day, right? This random ass person just walked up to me. Hey, Mike. Yo. He's like, it's me. I was like, yeah, it is you, right? It is you. He's like, dude, we've been Facebook friends for like 10 years. I was like, oh, really? I don't even remember this motherfucker, truthfully. I was like, I don't know. Cool. Then he starts holding on a conversation about me and my shit. I gotta watch what I post. He starts holding on a full conversation. How's your son doing? It's all right. He still got that big ass head? Yeah, he does. How's your grandmother doing? It's all right. She still eating those edibles? Yeah, she is. You know, crazy. Speaking of my grandmother eating edibles, you know, it's uh, she just turned 96. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. First thing she said when she turned 96, she said, baby, I want you to give me some of that butter, right? Put it in a sweet potato pie for me. That's how I like it. It's like, I got you, Grandma. I got you. 
That, that's how I like it, baby. You know, I said, I got you, Grandma. We're going to make a sweet potato pie edible for you. You know what I'm saying? So me and Grandma sat down and had a slice of that sweet potato pie edible. Halfway through the conversation, you know, I'm like, I was like, whoa, Grandma, relax. That's too much information. This shit is hitting you hard, huh? Relax on this. Damn, Grandma, too much. Crazy thing about this pandemic, too, man, is I miss buffets. You guys miss buffets out here, man? I miss buffets. I know I'm a big, he's like, ah, you know. That's like my heaven, you know what I'm saying? Buffets for a big man, you know. I was at a buffet before this pandemic started, man. Crazy. First of all, you got to watch these kids at buffets. You can't let kids walk around buffets, by the way. She's like, nope, I know. You got kids, man? I know. She like, you know what I'm saying? Kid was walking around the buffet, taunting the shit out of me. Hurry up, fat man. Let's go. Get your mashed potatoes. I was like, man, I'm about to slap the shit out of this kid. Somebody better come get this kid. Come get this kid. Then the kid just kept walking around. Then the kid took a piece of that chicken and put it in the fudge fountain. He threw that shit at me. Smacked me right in the face. Wow. Tried that shit. Turns out it was pretty good. So y'all go try that shit, man. It's called chocolate chicken. Tell them a little badass kid sent you. Hey, I'm Mike Bonds, and this has been Tiny Radio. Is it Tiny Radio? Oh, Mutiny Radio. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> we'll talk to y'all later.
she basically was in the middle of performing and she was like, this is how you suck a dick. And then she was like, like, like double, double handing it and then like, like singing, singing around it with her mouth open. I was like, you are stupid here, Jen. Like, parents brought your kids to this supposedly family friendly event and you out here teaching fellatio. Nobody asked for that, Jill. I still love her though. I will suck both titties off. Um, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so I am born and raised in San Francisco. I know it's such a rarity. We're so rare. I like to call San Francisco natives my friends, but I call black San Francisco natives, black unicorns. What is rarer than black unicorns? Think about it. Think about it. You've never seen one. Ever! It's some weird ass folklore and some weird ass pixie picture some five year old white girl drew, drew and it's just a black unicorn, whatever. That's felt. So, yeah, I have recently witnessed both sides of the white spectrum in San Francisco. I went to Swansea and I felt some Sunday. Um, and I overheard this white woman talking about the Catholic faith and spirituality and they're getting rid of the Christopher Columbus statue. <laughs> we can't even keep our culture anymore. And I was trying to enjoy my oysters on a half shell with my clam chowder. <laughs> and this woman disturbed my peace and I tried to be, you know, the social justice warrior that I was trained to be. And I was like, excuse me, No, no. And I'm like, ma'am, 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 ma'am. I didn't say please. <laughs> so if you're already getting mad, you know you did something wrong. So I was like, so I want to know, like, what, what is the reason for Christopher Columbus? Like, what is the purpose? Tell me, tell me why he is here. And she was like, uh, first and foremost, I may not look it, but I am Spaniard and Native American. I'm like, oh, shit, really? totally just <sighs> that's silly of me and I was like well if you're Native American then shouldn't you now feel some type of way about Christopher Columbus <laughs> and she was like well I think it's important for my children to know their history and I don't mind that Christopher Columbus massacred my people I'm like see this is what's wrong with you and I had to walk away because I knew I was gonna like spill her Chardonnay on her lap I knew it I knew it so the same day same day, same day, I walked maybe like a block and a half the other direction. I saw, I don't know what she did, I just know she was disturbed by Christopher Columbus. And she was running from a crackhead who was expected to be killed. And she, <laughs> she, was, waiting, she was waiting for a cab, and I was like, oh, ma'am, do you need, like, do you need backup? Do you need us to, like, like you know, like, like do you need us? Do you need us to like, what do, we, what do I need to do to like help you? And she was like, oh no, well thank you so much. Well Black Lives Matter and Asian Lives Matter. And she got in the cab and went away. And I was just like, am I mad? Is she mad? Very, very random day. Um, I will tell one last part about my occupation. I'm a teacher. I teach 
Keisha babies. Um, got Carrie Lee on just But uh, remember when kids had dreams? Like remember when kids like aspired to be things? Like I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. I want to run for president. You know what the kids' dreams are now? I want a YouTube channel. And I'm like, oh, I thought, no, that is not a career. You think I'm really going to put money, time, and dedication to teach you how to edit videos for YouTube just so you can get bored after a month later because you don't know how to edit right? So you can call me at 2 o'clock in the morning and say, student, how do you find clouds? But that's my whole point is that there is a low bar for what children inspire to be. And it makes me sad because it's like, now children don't want to be doctors. They want to be YouTube stars. They want to be Instagrammers. They want to be influencers. I'm like, but who do you influence? Brett, you're 17. Who are you influencing? Who is inspired by you? What have you done that's inspiring? <laughs> and I don't, and I don't want to, like, you know, as an educator, you can't just tell a child you ain't you inspiring. Like, that's not something that you want to hear. It's just like, um, you've inspired me in your classroom. And most of these kids respond to me, I don't want I'm like, to do with that. Things to do with that. But you know what? If you want to be a 25 to 35 year old chilling next to mama's house, I'm not going to stop you. Shoot for the stars. And that's my time. <laughs> Yay! DW! And then yay, and then yay. Okay, um, I'm the last person, so I'm going to run around. Yay. DW was talking about the bar. Now, some people say raise the bar. Some people say lower the bar. I say meet at the bar. <laughs> what are you? What's wrong with you? You all Tindery? You're those who's on dating dating apps? You've got it going on. All the rest of you are liars. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a truth. I've never been on an dating app. I'm 46 years old, and I've never had a dating app. This is the one thing I base my integrity on. So you must clap. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Uh, that and I've never seen the movie Titanic. These are the two things that I like rest all my laurels on. All the laurels rested on no internet dating issues. I am impatient. I know. I hate to use that word. Let's use it. Uh, sorry, not that word. Uh, I'm really excited because I've been Bubbles, Baldwin bubble, Baldwin, Baldwin, Baldwin bubble. Yes, these are my underwear. This is what we're talking about. I am a 14-year-old boy now. There is heat inside my pants. Crock pot is cooking, let me tell ya. I also get hot flashes. I could easily cook an egg on myself. There's enough wetness. Nothing will stick. I'm like a wet seal. 
I wanted to go to wet fields. Remember, remember wet fields, right? I didn't know that that's what that clothing thing was about. It's about menopausal women being, I'm wet like a seal at night. I wish I was forever 21. It's <laughs> cool. You know, these, these are girl jokes, and I'm so glad that you got that. Also, Contempo Casual. I still have Contempo Casual. <laughs> oh, remember, I remember my youth, and my entire personality was shopping. <laughs> it was so much easier then, when I was a true capitalist. I'm a, I'm, I'm a capitalist now. I haven't bought anything since I was a young child. These um these are not from I do have a couple leggings though that literally I've had since high school and the fifties and um I have a lot of my clothes in here. I can fit into all my tailoring outfits. Yay! Okay, let me show off for a second. Let's see if I can do it. Like I'm a little drunk, but I still think with just that balance I can still like are you fucking kidding me? I'm forty six years old and like my leg is like right up on my head. I can do the splits, I can do the front back. I know, right? And no, none of the comics want to fuck me because they're like, oh, do something with with mom vibes. I'm like, what about a stepmom vibe? A stepmom vibe. Everyone talks about those porn. Everyone's into stepmom porn. Are they not? Do I not give up a stepmom vibe? Your mom doesn't. Okay. <laughs> I like, I also, people often say that I look like the art teacher that everyone wanted to fuck. <laughs> like, that's, that's another one I get. I also get a lot of people like Catherine Keener if she had a serious problem with her pants. <laughs> I get that one too. <laughs> to that I say, I don't make it easy for myself. Also, I can't afford cocaine because I'm not Catherine Keener. You know, I'm just so rich. I've been microdosing MDMA for the past week and a half. Like every day. It's in my pocket. I have like a tiny bit left, this crazy stuff. No, I've been taking like, I've been microdosing MDMA for the past week and a half. Kidding, for like the past week and a half. This guy gave me a pill and he's like, he's like, what is it? I'm like, this and this, this and this. And I was like, what, like, what does that mean? Like, how, what is a sixteen? I'm like, I don't know, dude. I was like, what if I take it over sixteen days by myself? That's what microdosing is. Yeah, oh, the skies are open to me, or I've lost the plot, or reality's just a construct. We're just all pawns on a checkerboard of life, just moving around. Like, ooh, no, I really thought I lost the plot. I've lost the woo. It's good. I try not to use it then as a public announcement. It's like it's too sexual of a message. <laughs> like it's, it's like that. No, I got so much attention in this outfit, and I'm like. Is it because I'm skinny or is it because I'm wearing bright colors? Like, I don't know, like, what's happening, but I got so much attention today. Like, everyone's like, who's this? I was like, am I giving serious eye contact? Because I'm, I, I have sunglasses on. How do they see me? How do the guys, how do the guys that are running shirtless see me staring at them when I'm wearing sunglasses? How is that? How is it that they look back at me when I'm wearing sunglasses? Like, did you, were you hoping that I was staring at you? And I was, he, I mean, I, well, I do, I'm glad he was not wearing a shirt. I was like, oh, yeah, springtime, bitches. Like, you know what I love? You watch soccer? Aha, so do I. You know what I love about Premier League soccer? Finally, I get to watch hot 22-year-old men make goals. They're, they're, they're literally making goals. <laughs> That's what they're, ah! 
Maybe it's a European thing. That doesn't happen here. I don't know. I don't know. They're just such snowflakes. They like they're just so weak. <laughs> no, I really feel like I feel like we made this is this is a pet peeve of mine. But I feel like we made men weak because of single mothers. Because all the single mothers in this country were a mom and a dad and they were working and they were doing everything and they were doing it all. Yeah, right? Exactly. And so they had and they're like, Oh, women are gonna take care of me forever. <laughs> I'm just a, I'm just a boy. I'm just a boy in the world. I'm like, were you listening to Gwen Stefani too? Except it was about you. That's what all the millennials are. A millennial's idea of a pickup line is, I see you. No, that, no, that is, have you not gotten that from a millennial? That's their pickup line now. They're so weak. They have no game. All they have to do is, yeah, we all have eyes, asshole. You can't be at least a little bit original. A homeless guy on the street said to me, girl, you've been living a long time. You look 22. See, that's a compliment. I see you. You lazy piece of dog shit. Really? You're, I'm really, uh, are you tall and skinny and you're so cute, Bobby? Here's the other thing. This is crazy. Like, I've, I've had eating disorder for years, and now all of a sudden guys are calling it intermittent fasting. It's called anorexia. You're going to mansplain anorexia to me? I've been doing this for 30 years, dickbag. And now it's like, I'm intermittent fasting. Yeah, you're mansplaining anorexia for the ladies, right? Well, <laughs> I got a laugh from Christy in the bathroom. Uh, yeah, no, the beauty, and there's a thing. Actually, we've done sets from the bathroom before. You can actually pull a microphone in there and do a set from the bathroom. I, I'm cpoofarts.com. Uh, all right, my time is done because we have two more comics that yeah, just showed Mauricio up, and we're going to – I know Mauricio and Kyle just walked in. Oh, Mauricio. So Hello. that's exciting. So you can all clap for me because I think I said funny things. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, cool, cool. Benjamin, God damn it, damn it. She's here for us, and I jacked off to her three times on Facebook. That's how you know it's real, man, yeah. The second one wasn't enough, and love comes at three. Uh, someone told me that's a Bible power number. I don't know. Thanks, Mauricio, man. If I suck, my name is Josh Cox. Now let's do this, right? The biggest sellout in the world, man. Testing one, two, man. What I like to talk about right now is uh, I'm an educator, man. Uh, I come from Seattle. Seattle's just down the street, man. Fuck that. I read for free, and then a white man tells me that I've done enough, you know? And he calls the cops. Get pussy fights, latte, and watch Frasier, man. You know? My name's Josh Cox. Hey, can you give me one of those, homie? Uh, you're up for my favorite undercover cop, Kyle Morrissey, man. He's busting all of us, man. If he doesn't do a line of cocaine, he's about to bust you. That's what we know. So we get down, man. I like talk about right now on the news. Uh oh, have you guys heard the news right now? Aliens are getting closer. 
see some video of a UFO that's getting chased by something. I realize there's a scenario in my life now Malta on the front of the stage. And I realize that if they show up to Malta, there's only two scenarios. They either drink the beer or I'm fucking up. Like, could you imagine if I went to a pro table and like, what the fuck is that? Or DR? Like, what are you doing on me like that, bro? I wake up naked in the middle of Texas and look at my app and the bus stop hit pops like Mauricio got punked. Yeah, you're good, man. Uh, I hate when uh, white people tell me that they know everything. You know, like they're I know everything. Why? Because they're molested by their mom. Fuck, suck, right? I got the worst apartment in downtown Oakland. The one thing that sucks is I feel like one of those When that fucker shoots out of my stomach, he's like, no, I can't afford you right now. The beer is expensive. No. Ah. He's like, no, no, no. It's like, I love you, Mauricio Jr. Can I have to take him to Golden Gate Park to eat white people? <laughs> to get revenge? White people? Right, right. And he spits out an eyeball. He's like, no, no, no. I was like, I love you again, Mauricio Jr. You're not full yet? Let's go to the marina, man. Let's touch tongue. I was recently in jail in Vegas because a racist white cop tried to George Floyd my ass, right? But I fought back, right? It was a Dragon Ball movie, right? I still busted out my thumbs and I woke up in jail. And white people hate me right now because I keep telling white kids that jail is fun. Do drugs and drop out of school. That way the rents go low, right? Too soon, right? Yeah. And I love when I was in jail because I was finally not a minority. Ow! White people slept under those benches, man. I'm from SoCal, too. I was like, man, this is like home, man. Fuck this, yeah. I was uh, the second I was second in charge of cell block three, man. Shout out to Vegas. And uh, one thing I love is that uh, I told jokes in jail, and the bloods were like, man, if you fuck this setup, we're fucking you up next to the sink. I killed it, motherfuckers. I killed it so hard that I got a blowjob. Holy fuck. Yeah, man, when he was done, I was like, go Blazers. And he's like, are you going to remember me when you get out of jail because you're very talented? I was like, not at all, sir. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Yeah. He's like, yeah. And like, wait, what is your name again? I was like, Josh Kahn, man. And I think I'm going to need a blowjob at Mini Radio at some point. I do street crime in South America and say my name is Josh Kahn. And I can tell you, you motherfuckers are on wolf, man. Am I the only one that drank Icelandic water today? Fuck, it's ridiculous. Uh, one thing I like to talk about, I'll leave you guys with this one, is uh, don't fall for the white man, right? They think they're geniuses, but they're not, right? The Beatles aren't geniuses, man. They did a song called Cuckoo-Coo-Choo, Cuckoo-Choo, Honey, and the Egg Man. I'm like, God damn, I'm not that high, man. What the fuck is this? This is a song in the white man's throat? You know who's a, you know who's a better genius than the Beatles? Jewel. Because she showed up to Santa Monica, lived in a van, and made it without sucking a man's dick. Now, that's my hero, yeah. All right, my name is Josh Kung. Come after me, motherfuckers. Yeah, peace out. I love you. He is the Eggman. He is the Eggman. He is the walrus. Coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo. That was Mauricio. Yay. Yay, our last comedian of the night. He made it back from a space he saved over by Avon or something. Put your hands together, everybody. You can see him tomorrow night at um, Ostientos. Hey, everybody, it's Kyle Morrissey. Yay! Spontaneous.
the caffeine way too late, and so I might just freeze up halfway through this set and see what happens. Hab- I'm happy to be here. Been isolated for a long time. Been isolated for a long time. Quarantine uh, was tough. It was tough. You know how I lost so many friends because of this disease? Um, I mean, they didn't die. They just stopped talking. <laughs> like once I, once I went into quarantine, I didn't know how to use um, I, 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 I did. I actually, it, when, when quarantine started, there were some comics who were like, like we, uh, this is what we do. So, like, actually, this is a real opportunity now that you can use space to write. Real opportunity. It turns out it was an opportunity. It was an opportunity to realize how everyone who does this is actually mostly an asshole. Um, <laughs> without the stage, that's it. That's that's all we are. Like I said, I I wish my friends. See, if my friends had died of COVID, I'd at least like know their status. I don't know. I have no idea. Like, <laughs> I have no idea what they're doing. Um, but, you know, it was a good lesson. And I, I think I'm partially to blame for, for any drama that happened in my life uh, over the last year. I, um, I, I really, it reminded me, I feel like I have unhealthy boundaries when it comes to, like, friendships with guys. Like, I do, any time I have a sincere moment with a guy, there's just a voice in the back of my head that's like, kiss him, kiss him, kiss him, come on, kiss him. Kiss him on the mouth. Kiss him on the mouth. It's not, it's not, it's not gay. Like, I feel this way about my dad. Like, every time he puts his hand on my shoulder and it's like, I'm proud of you. I'm just like, what if we just started making out? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. Can't, uh, I don't take compliments well. That's like a millennial thing, right? I think it is. It's because I don't, I don't, I don't do it. Anytime someone says something nice about me, to me, I immediately like this and start explaining why it's not true <laughs> the other day someone was like hey nice haircut i was like actually i'm a real piece of shit <laughs> uh, my 20s have been a nightmare of financial failure so thanks to people cutting me the fuck 20 dollars but it's not a good look not a good look um you know what interested me at the beginning of like quarantine were all the conspiracy like COVID's fake, COVID is not real. It's fake. You gotta look for the signs. Fucking hell. Fast forward a few months, I learned how easy it is to fall victim to that kind of thinking. It, ha- it happened to me. I'll admit it. I fell down the rabbit hole. I did, uh, in a very unexpected way. I I was watching a movie called Jaws. Maybe you remember it came out. It only came out like forty five years ago. Um. <laughs> I was watching Jaws, and about halfway through Jaws, I, I was like, this is exactly how coronavirus happened. This is an old movie. This is an old movie, and the story, beat for beat, is exactly like COVID. I'll just walk you through it. There's an unknown thing that's killing people. There's an unknown thing that's killing people. You guys okay? <laughs> There's an unknown thing that's killing people. And then the experts look into it, and they're like, oh, shit, this is really dangerous. It's like the biggest 4th of July weekend coming up. Everyone's going to be at the beach. We got to warn people. And they go to the mayor and tell him. The mayor's like, fuck you. I'm not, I'm not shutting down. Are you kidding me? From our small local economy depends on the revenue that we make from this, from this weekend. And so they stay open, and thousands of people show up at the beach, and some of them die, and then everyone is shot. Um, but here's the crazy part. Uh, this is where I, he- I heard the 
words of the conspiracy theories echoing in my head, they finally show the shark. And you haven't really seen it. You've seen like a fin here, a tail there, but they finally show the shark. Like full on, you see the shark. And the moment you do, you're like, that is the freakiest fucking shark that I've ever, there's no way that's what killed those people. Are you kidding? There, that, there's clearly something off screen controlling that thing. And the crazy part is if you go back and you rewind it, you look at all the people that the shark ate. 94-year-old diabetics who weighed 400 pounds. Isn't that crazy? It's, it's insane. Do you guys remember at the beginning of quarantine how they were putting uh, people on ventilators, like oxygen tanks? Remember that? Do you remember how they killed the shark? Like I said, the movie only came out like 45 years ago, right? Well, it died of COVID. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, that's been it for me. All right, thank you very much, everybody. Bye. Yay! Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. <laughs> Anti-Trump is the antivirus, or antibody to the Trump virus. We're a global alliance of humans standing up against the Trump brand. Antitrump.com started four years ago on March 19th, 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better world. Nobody thought it was going to be this bad. Most of us probably figured it would just be four more years of the same old. He was a 70-year-old babbling Nimrod. How bad? Could it really be? Treason is the last of his felonious activities. The Trump brand has hijacked our government and sold Lady Liberty to the mob. We are a leaderless and without the most basic health care systems and community services. COVID-19 is a pandemic, but the Trump brand is the virus. Welcome to the antivirus. Go to antitrump.com and spread the word. Individual politics aren't important. What is important is that we stand together as a unified voice and say enough is enough. That's antitrump.com. Welcome to Strictly Bad Vibes, your personal complaint department. Um, what, what the hell are we talking about? Um, whiny people and their stupid complaints that we requested they send us. Why do we do this? Why, why are we <laughs> None of which matters in this equation because it is his choice to carry such horse shit on the fucking train. And he was yelling. He was like, move it, bitch, move it, bitch. And, uh, and uh, I wasn't. I wasn't. I'm just not. 
I'm not moving it, you know? I've arrived. Why should I move? I don't like what work has been giving us at our free lunches. 115-340-1976, and it does not spell anything. 115-340-1976. Go for it. Call in, guys.
So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean... If anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastics books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastics deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitative. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. We're hosts of <laughs> YouTube uh, with Spiegelman. Follow us on podcast by with our acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you, and you listen to the podcast yeah. and watch the movie at the same right. time. Yeah. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. Yeah, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. That's every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or if you're Carl, 5%. 5% yeah. Right. I'm time. so lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show, 5 p.m. Let's hear the theme song. Oh. oh da, 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 da. Uh, let's watch full-length full Oh, wait, Let's do a full-minute promo. Oh, never mind. Bye. See, See you next Oakland? Have you been missing out on live music and comedy? Remember Killer Dinners? Don't worry about a thing, because Soul Sausage Presents Pan Dementia has brought you the hottest, freshest, sexiest new beast in the Bay Area. The Oakland Unicorn Speakeasy Comedy and Dinner Club in Koreatown, Northgate. Featuring comedians from NBC, MTV, Comedy Central, Soul Sausage TV, and YouTube. Tickets and packages, showtimes, and information are all at oaklandunicorn.com. Sponsored by Soul Sausage, Reek Disc Electronics, and True Healing Collective. Grand opening weekend, August 6th through 9th, featuring Kabir Singh and Xander Beltran. Tickets on sale now at oaklandunicorn.com. That's oaklandunicorn.com. 
www.thepeopleshow.com. giving me $600. That is one-fifth of
Dios, Señor.